Welcome everyone, you are listening to the I Am A Sparching Podcast with your host, Scott Knowles. Enjoy the show, it will probably suck. What's up, everybody? I am Scott the Fane Knowles, and you're listening to another episode of I'm a Spartan OCR Podcast. And on tonight's episode, I talked to the wonderful Crystal Love, and she's going to talk to us about how she got into OCR, how she's rocking it, and how she's going to attempt to do the New Jersey Ultra Beast and how she's preparing for it. This is an awesome interview, guys. I hope you enjoy it. What's up, everybody? I got Crystal Love on the phone, and she is going to talk to us today about getting ready for the New Jersey Ultra Beast coming up. What's up, Crystal? Hey, Scott. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. So, Crystal, tell us about about yourself, like what you do for a living, how many people you um, stabbed, you know, stuff like that. I'm a nurse. I think uh, quite a few people know that I'm a nurse. Um, Arian? I'm an RN. Cool. Um, I do insurance Big money. Work, so I sit, but I sit at a desk, so it's like the pits of nursing. You know, you sit there, you don't really do much, you get lazy, um, and that's kind of how you know I got started into the whole racing thing. I was getting lazy and fat sitting around. Right. Um, and then my son was like, "Mom, you're getting fat," so I, he got me some workout equipment. I started working out. And you were like, "Thanks, son," and you smacked him. Well, no, no, I love my son. He's very honest. So it was great that somebody actually told me. I was like, oh, I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, you know, and then um, I started working out, got into kettlebells and um, doing, you know, like a lot of stuff, working out at home, walking, running, right, that type of stuff. Yeah. So how did you get into like running and OCR and everything? Um, well, actually, it it transitions into I'm starting getting fit and I'm telling my son, oh, look what I can do, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm getting a heavier kettlebells. And then he's like, yeah, mom, why don't we do a Spartan race? And I'm like, well, what's that? <laughs> and he's like, it's like some race. And all the kids at school, he went to Widener and they have the race in Philadelphia, which is at Citizens Bank Park, which is fairly close. Yeah. They also have the one out in Blue Mountain, um, Palmerton, right. or I guess, you know, if other people know it as that. And then he's like, come on, let's sign up. So we signed up. You know, and I was like, wow, what am I going to do? So I started, you know, working out a little bit more. Um, I actually, I really started, I walked a lot more than I was running when I first started. Um, and I was just kind of, but just like increasing my endurance, you know, yeah. um, working out a little bit more, uh, going to the, I didn't really go to the gym too much, but I was going, you know, hitting it up every once in a while. Um, and that's how it started. That was two, what, 20. Uh, 16, 17, 18, uh, 2015 was my first year. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. So I did Palmerton, but unfortunately my son couldn't make it with me, but I got one of the guys that I work with to come with me. Um, it, that was my first race. I was like, Oh my God, this is so hard. (laughs) And it took me like four and a half hours to get through Palmerton. Maybe it might even have been closer to five. Yeah, Palmerton was probably a really hard first race. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, but you know what? I got through it, and I was like, oh, this is not too bad. I said, well, let me kind of work on it and see what I can do to get better. Um, 
and then I just kind of, you know, kept going, you know, working out a little bit more, walking a little bit more. And next thing you know, I did, I think I did my first trifecta. I went to, um, I did New Jersey. Um, I did the super at New Jersey. And then I did the beast. I went to South Carolina with Rose Day and me, she helped me go. Cause I wasn't really ready for a full beast. So right. I went to South Carolina cause it was a little bit easier. And I went with Rose Day and she helped me get through the beast down there. So, and then after that I got kind of hooked. So, and then the next year I like, I signed up for every race, every week, every weekend, <laughs> every race that I could do. So, and that's how it started. So how many, how many OCR races have you done? Ooh, uh, um, oh God, I want to say if it's not a hundred, it's pretty much close to it. Wow. Dang. Yeah. That's a bunch. I'm I'm, four, I'm at forty nine. So next weekend I'll hit fifty. So. Yeah. Well, I think after that first year, you know, you 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 introduce yourself to one race. I think I did a Warrior Dash and I did Goliathon also, but I did the Spartan races. I did the Warrior Dash and Goliathon, and then Herbalathon was like uh, the men's health race. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the and advertising then, for those. Yeah, and then the next year when I was like, you know, you get into the, the chat rooms and you're like, oh, there's this race and that race and that race. So yeah. then I just started signing up Savage, um, Bone Frog, uh, Train Race. Uh, I did a couple, I did Rugged Maniac a couple times. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm signed up to do a just, Rugged this year. I've done Terrain and I'm doing it again this year, but uh, I've never done a Warrior Dash. Is that pretty fun? Um, You know what? Their slide is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's okay. It's cool. It's for actually, um, I, I would do it again. I would go to a Warrior Dash again. I really like, actually, Rugged is probably one of my favorite smaller OCRs. Um, I don't know if you have that down there, but I like Rugged a lot. I mean, Warrior Dash is fun. You know, they give you the helmet with the horns, you know, and they have their little party afterwards. So it's more of a party race than anything. Yeah. Yeah, Rugged's coming to uh, Conyers, the same place where they host Terrain and the Spartan Race at the Horse Park. So it's coming in August. I'm signed up for that. I like how they have the full refund if you can't make it. I think that's a really cool selling pitch to me. Yeah. Um. So you've done some other endurance uh, events too because on your Facebook page you've got this killer ass uh, Endurance Society skeleton medal <laughs> that is just... I'm, uh, the first time you posted that medal, I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You know, the uh, Endurance Society is really cool. It is the best. I think, uh, I don't know who got me into it. Either It was either Chris King or Mimi. Um, they were like, ah, oh, come on, Crystal, you can do it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I um, I packed up my car one day. I picked up Jason Moss. We drove up to uh, Vermont, and uh, Andy Weinberg's there. He's smiling at you. I don't know if anybody knows Andy's like one of those guys like, <laughs> I never really did a race this long, but Andy smiles and he'll laugh and say, oh yeah, you can do it. Come on. So I'm like sitting here thinking, oh my God. And then I hear, you know, you hear these stories. I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> but uh, I made it through, um, I did the marathon at Infinitus. Wow. Um, and that was, that was really cool. It's a little bit more than a marathon. I think it's like 20, 29 miles, something like that. But um, sure. that was like my first introduction to oh like a real trail race and i said i kind of like that and not only that it was like last year was the first year i like the first year i started racing i wasn't very good i hurt myself so i walked through a lot even though i did like 40 races i walked through a lot of them right then my next year when i felt 
a little bit stronger, I was like, okay, let me start, you know, running through races. Um, you know, you just kind of keep building. And then that's the one thing, you know, people got to get like the first couple years, you probably suck at OCR, but then after a while, you know, you, you know what you need to start doing, you know, training wise, you know, running wise, endurance wise. Um, and then after that, I was like, Ooh, let me just start doing more races, you know, more harder races, more difficult races. And I just kind of, kind of kept cruising through with that. I did, um, I did Infinitus. I did the, um, I did Ragnar. I did an ultra with a team of four people. Isn't that fun? And, I did that. That was a blast oh, to it me. Is, it is the best. Ragnar is the best. We have another team together, me and the same people up at Wawanda, up in New Jersey. And then, um, I did what else? New Jersey Trail Series. They had a, um, they have several um, ultra races that I've done with them. They have one called Fab Apples, and then they have another one at Wawanda, the same place uh, they do the Ragnar. Um, so I've been just kind of going and building, and you know, just trying to get stronger, getting ready for the ultra. That's right. <laughs> and so we're and, and I'm. I didn't do the ultra last year. But I did it in 2016, and we're signed up to do it this year for New Jersey. So how mm-hmm. many how many Ultra Beasts have you done? Because you've done you've done it what two or three times, right? Well, listen, no, no, I attempted it twice. <laughs> but didn't it you was just... didn't you try it in Hawaii too? Yeah, I did it in New Jersey. Um, I really wasn't prepared for New Jersey, but I was like, you know what? I have enough beast medals. I said, why don't I just try to see what I could do? And, right. you know, it was the best DNF I've ever had was to not finish New Jersey because it just kind of taught me, you know what, you, I could have probably did it if I trained a little harder and I did a little more. So it got me, that's what really got me started. I mean, other than doing Infinitus, but it really got me started on right. working on my endurance, working on my running, getting on my trail running down. Because, you know what, if you don't run well, you're never going to, you know, do well in a race. But uh, so that kind of started it all. I went to Hawaii. Hawaii was, you know, Hawaii was hard, but it was high. I heard I was it was like, really oh. hard this year compared to last year. It, you know, they get, they, you have this, like, you, it's the coolest race. It is the absolutely best uh, OCR, Spartan race, whatever. Like, you're on the North Shore of Hawaii. Um, Running through Jurassic Park and stuff. Yeah, it looks cool. It is absolutely beautiful. And then you're running. And you know what's even worse is like I probably would have been faster if I didn't stop watching (laughs) all the movie scene stuff. You know, because they have like Jurassic Park stuff out there. They have King Kong stuff out there. And it's like, oh, this is so awesome. So you're running and you're looking at all this stuff. And it's like, oh, I want to take pictures. So you're stopping and taking pictures. And then you're 15 minutes late to the bin drop. And you're like, oh, shit, I probably should have just not took pictures, you know. But it was, it, it's really the best race. I was actually thinking about going back out there again this year. Man, I would but love I think, to do it. That's just so much money. Dang. Uh, you know what? You get somebody to share a room with it wasn't it wasn't horrible i worked a couple extra shifts to you know get the dollars together yeah and i found i had somebody come and share a room with me so that didn't help i mean that helped a lot but um it's it's absolutely beautiful if you can go to hawaii it's probably the prettiest spartan race as like i said it's the prettiest race of any of the races that i've actually done yeah me and my friends were talking about doing it but we decided the our big travel race this year is we're going to go to killington and try to do the ultra there uh, you haven't been to Killington yet? I sure haven't. Oh, that's the, well, Hawaii's the prettiest Spartan race. Killington's like the, the coolest, hardest. hardest Spartan race. <laughs> so you have to do Killington. I did that. I didn't do my first year, but I did it at the end of my second year. 
um, it took me forever. It took me like 11 hours or something. Oh, man. 11 hours. That's a long but day. I, like <laughs> I said, I, I only could walk through a lot of my races that second year because I was really hurt. But I made it. I went through it. Um, I hurt. I hurt a lot for like a month and a half after. Um, last year, I did a whole lot better. It took me like eight hours. But that, you know, I it's cool. still a really difficult it's really a difficult race. You yeah. Know. Somebody but said there's like a part where you go uh, up for like a mile. It's just nothing but incline for like a mile. Oh, that does. But listen, so you have the death march, but they had two death marches last year. Oh, wow. And it was like the first one was like a muddy trail up the mountain. <laughs> and then you run down and you're like thinking, oh, okay. You know, and then you got to walk back up again. And it's like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> but, you know, I made it through. Um, you know what? You, you haven't experienced Spartan if you haven't done the Killington Death March. You that's, know, that's like the best thing ever. That's what everybody says, so that's what yeah. we're going to do this year. Okay, so I remember last year in New Jersey, I think that was the first time I actually met you at the Ramada in Rockaway. Whoop! Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and I remember seeing you, I remember seeing you sitting in the drop bin area, and I was trying to holler at you. So was that the point where you stopped, or did you keep going after that? No, I actually, I did make it to the drop-in, um, and I actually didn't feel that bad. I was like, oh, I rested, I took breath, I said, you know what? And then one of my friends, Rodney, Rodney Wallace, walked back, he ran past me, he's like, Crystal, come on, because they started late, you got an extra half hour, come on. So I was like, okay, so I changed my shoes, I had a Red Bull, I ran back out there. And actually, you know, what's funny is I did the hardest part of the race. You know, you go up the mountain, you come down, and then I got to the dunk wall. Oh. And, I, and then, I, you know what, I was, I was must not have been moving too slow because I saw a bunch of people were like, Crystal, come on, Crystal, come on. And I was like, okay, I'm coming. And then I got to the dunk wall, and I was like, oh, crap. And then I was like, I don't want to go to the dunk wall. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of one of the running jokes is like I kind of froze at the dunk wall. And I was like, oh, my knees didn't want to move. And I was like, uh. <laughs> so... I got stuck, stuck at a dunk wall, and then my one friend, he ran into Woody. He was coming up to me. He's like, Woody's like, if you don't make it this far, you're never going to finish. And I was like, ah. Oh. So, you know, it's like it's it's really – I didn't feel that horrible. Right. But, you know, you get to a point in the race, and you're like, it's it's really a mental game, the Ultra Beast, because it's like I could go back to my hotel. I could take a shower. <laughs> I could have with my friends. And then you stopped, and then I stopped, and then, I, you know, I finished – I was hanging around, and then I see everybody finishing, and I was like, ah, I should have just kept going. So, I mean, last year, I mean, I don't know, maybe I wasn't as prepared as I should have been. And, it's, and like I said, mentally, it's really a lot, that was a lot of it. But this year, like, I, I've been running a lot of ultra races. I've been racing pretty hard. So, I mean, I'll definitely be prepared for it this year. So, yeah, and but I, yeah, that's... I can't remember what you said, but I, I thought I saw a post where you said something like last year, you did some long street run like the weekend before or something like that? Um, Is yeah, that right? I was running on, I did a, it's funny that you remember that. Um, we did a city challenge and I ran through it a couple times. I was running with Amir. We were running real hard. And he was like, man, look at you. I was like, yeah. But you got to remember, I wasn't really that great, of, that, you know, talented of an athlete just then. So, and I, that by the time, uh, Ultra Beast came around, I was like, uh. But huh. I mean, I still, like I said, I still went through the first lap. I did it in like a little bit, I guess around six hours or so. But I mean, for some people, that, well, that was still good. Might be slow. But yeah, I got through it. Like I said, I got to the bin drop. I had plenty of time to get out, but I just got stuck. 
yeah. in my head, you know. So. I know I thought I thought that was where you stopped, and I, I didn't and keep uh, stalking you. But I saw you sitting <laughs> over there talking to somebody, and I was like, oh, man, she's quitting. You know, she, <laughs> you look like you were having a picnic with some dude over there or something. Yeah, I was talking to my friend Brian. We, I mean, we, I did get up, and I, I started moving again. Because then I was like, oh, you know what, maybe I can start going. And then when I realized I was like, I was up and down, you know, the first uh, climb, and I was like, I'm going to be by myself the whole race. And I was like, ugh. You know, so then it just kind of, that was over. That was it for me. The way they set up the race last year with that really hard bucket carry at the end, that that was enough to really just crush you mentally right there at the yeah. end. If you're, you know, because you go through that and then it was Twister and the rope climb. And then, you know, you're probably sitting there in the drop bend area and thinking, damn, that was really hard. And I just got, I have to go do that again. So I imagine for a lot of people, that was a, that was a, a pretty tough mental game. And then mind you doing all the burpees because I'm not that good, you know, with the Twister and then the rope climb. I was like, oh God. So after you did 60 burpees, you got in there, you sat down, and then it's like, like I said, I, I got in there, and my friend encouraged me to get out, and then, but then when I realized, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do this all by myself, I'll be the last person, and like I said, you have to be, you do have to be strong-minded, you know, when you realize you have to go through, you know, 30 miles, 26, 30 miles, and you have to do it again, and you know, you have to do all the obstacles, and then you just like even get to do all your burpees, and it's like, ah, because you don't want to be an ultra beaster and not really do the race right, you know. Yeah, so, so okay, so that's in the past. So, <laughs> what are what are you going to do differently this year to make sure you succeed, to make sure it's the year of love? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, after you know, I did I, in Hawaii, I didn't finish, and then. Uh, New Jersey, I didn't finish. Um, but then I um, I just decided, you know what, I need to really start running. Because obstacles don't really bother me. Burpees don't really, I mean, I don't like burpees, but, you know, you can do your burpees. But I said, you know what, if I really work on just getting a little bit faster and to get oh, yeah. through the race mentally and to be used to those miles. Yeah. You know, and then that's a lot of it. Like, if you're like, oh, I got to go through 26, 30 miles. It's kind of hard, and I hear. I think that's the thing, biggest thing I hear from people, like, oh, you're going to really do 30 miles, like, ah. Uh. And then it's like, I said, you know what, let me just kind of start working on breaking those miles down where they don't seem so painful. Yeah. So I just kind of started running more, um, doing longer races, running every week, you know, t- where I was doing, like, maybe 5 or 10 miles before, you know, kicking it up to, like, 25, 30 miles every week. Yeah. You know, and then you're- going to the gym still and training and lifting doing a lot of lifting, um, listening to people that really know, you know, how to get through the race without dying, you know, um, and just getting myself mentally prepared, you know, running in the rain, running in the cold, running in the mud, um, just being ready for anything Jason brings. Yeah. The, 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 the past two years, the weather's been top notch for Jersey. Yeah. But I know the year before they had snow, so I I don't want to see any snow. <laughs> well, I'm from the north, and we've had a lot of snow, so it's it, the snow doesn't bother me. I've been running in the snow, running in the cold rain, crawling out in the mud, you know. So I'm I'm getting used to it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing: you're putting in more miles a week than I am. This is 
I've I've been trying to get over some little aches and pains, and so I, I've been running as far as I can, and then I'll start hurting, so I'll back off. So <laughs> I've only done like one half marathon since like January the first. So this ultra is going to hurt me. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, you got to remember, like, and I like I tell people in the ultra group, um, it's like I'm this probably the slowest person in the group, you know. But I just keep, you know, what it is is just. Every day trying, doing something more than you did the day before. Yeah, it's, then, just, it's going into it and, with a good poker face, man. Yep. <laughs> but it, it, it's like, it, and I really believe, like, people say, oh, you can walk through the Ultra Beast. Or, I mean, well, I don't know how, you're not walking slow, you're moving. Yeah. But, like, when you when you hear people talk, you got to start to believe that I can really do this. Yep. You know, and then, and then when you start running, you're like, oh, okay, I did 32 miles, I did 40 miles. You know, I did 30 miles, I did another marathon, I did another half. Okay, I can do this. You know, you have to really start believing in yourself. Yes. So, did you sign up, uh, did you sign up elite to get the extra time, or did you? No, um, I think I'm age group. Right. Uh, I probably will end up running open. I didn't change, um, because just in case, like, I, like I might need some help over a wall. I said, yeah. let me just sign up open in case. Because I don't want to, you know, you got to follow the rules. So yeah. I, I figured if I sign open, then I can, you know, help, have someone help me over that. Actually, you know, what's funny is I can get over the big wall. It's that little six-foot wall that gives me a hard time. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah. And, but I, I, I've been training. I've been going to one of the gyms, like, just, like, jumping the walls over and over, climbing the ropes over and over. I got to get those rings better, though, but... Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Shoot, when you're running an ultra beast, man, it, it you you're you're wore out, you know. I mean, just yeah, a full cardio day, you know. You're just, you know, towards the end of it, you know, you're just running on fumes. It seems like. Yeah. All right, so so what's going to be your strategy this year, like as nutrition and what's what are you going to put in your drop bin? Like, let's give the uh, listeners some tips on. <laughs> This is uh, this is that's a hard question. Um, well, I, I, I Tailwind's been my number one like resource, so I keep that in my um, my hydration pack. So I, I keep Tailwind in there. M and M's, potato chips, um, Motrin. You know, yeah, um, good so that's stuff. Like, that's like the big things, and I seem to be running good on M and M's, Motrin, and uh, Tailwind right now. Uh, or no, M and M's, uh, potato chips, and um, tailwind uh, the motion occasionally but yeah. um and just drinking you know when i get to this drops or when i get to the aid stations drinks you know get that water in a cliff block or two you know when i, ha- I know there's going to be a hard climb or an obstacle i really need a little bit more energy for um you know after you run a lot and you start getting into these longer races you realize what your body needs yeah you know a couple of salt taps here and there um I don't like mustard very much, so I, I stick with the salt tabs. Right. Uh, the, the noon, I may drop that in my bag, my hydration pack. Uh, but I think the key is to stay hydrated, you know, yeah. through the race. That helps a lot. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's probably best to eat most, you know, before you start racing because after a while your body doesn't absorb as much food, you know, as you go through the race. But it's good to have that candy or something, you know, to munch on. And it also helps you mentally you know, to think happy thoughts when you have an M&M, M&M in your mouth. Yeah. Um, and save the green ones for last. Younger people won't get that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, 
talk about younger people. I'm an old lady, dude. I'm like, I'll be 46 this year, so. No way. Yeah, I'm going to be 46 this year. So it's like most people think, oh, you're, no. I say, yeah, like I started this stuff when I was, I think 42 was my first race. I thought you were my age. The whole thing about the ultra was like, I'm going to be 45, I'm going to get an ultra done. You know, it probably, it didn't happen at 45. It definitely will happen at 46, so, Heck yeah. Dude, I thought you were like in your late 30s, I swear. Nah, uh, I'm an old lady. I'm a grandma and I have a grandbaby. No way. Yeah. So everybody knows who Fatty Magoo is. All my family friends know who Fatty Magoo is. That's my little granddaughter. So. How about that? Yeah. So what are you putting in, like, so when you're coming into the drop bin area, what what is your strategy when you come into the drop bin area? Um, and what you got in your drop bin? Taking a um, uh, drinking some Red Bull, getting a, probably a half a sandwich in, uh, probably have grilled cheese or something in my bag. I mean, in my bin or a peanut butter and jelly. Um, taking that um, and just running back out there, um, putting a little more powder in my my uh, my hydration pack and grabbing another another uh, thing of Cliff Bars and M and M's and just going out. I don't know. I don't. No, if I have to, it depends on how muddy it is, you know, changing my shoes or not. Yeah. Um, I did change my shoes last year and it did feel good. Uh, Richie Hilton told me, he was like, Yo, you, when you get to the drop in, don't stay long, just change the shoes. Get the <laughs> so I, I did. I got the food. I changed my shoes. I did sit though. When he saw me, I was probably sitting trying to get, I was trying to get my friend to come back out with me. Yeah. Um, he didn't go, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to see how far I could go, you know. So I did make it to the drop. I got out. I started moving. You know, I got the hardest climb in, which sucks because it's like you did the hardest climb. You could have just, I could have probably just, you know, breezed right, well, not breezed, but suffered through the rest of it. But I did do it. Um, yeah, because you're right. That first climb was the worst part. Yeah. And, you know, but this year, like I said, I've, I've gotten my nutrition down a little bit tighter. Um, I know what my body needs are. And I think that's really a key to getting through the ultra is just knowing yourself and knowing what you need to have to get through. You know, it's going to be 30 miles this year, you know, so you just to really know what you need to get through. And I think running the longer races, um, getting those long miles, you know, hiking and climbing and getting out on the trail is probably the best thing you can do for yourself, you know. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a... A 30-mile race, like you said, because they've changed mm. it. It's not the Ultra Beast anymore. It's the Ultra. It's the Ultra. The Ultra. <laughs> My favorite mem is that Scooby-Doo mem. I don't know how true it is. You know, <laughs> where it's like, it's like, is it the Ultra? <laughs> and then you take off the mask and it's the Ultra Beast. Yeah. You know, so. I saw that. That was funny. <laughs> that's, that's the best. So, what advice would you give to anybody attempting their first Ultra at New Jersey? Um, I mean, New Jersey, after going through it last year, um, and doing a lot of races, you know, you can get through it. You just have to be, like I said, it's, it's about a mental, it's a mental game. Be strong. Don't stop. Just keep going. Um, keep something, you know, positive in your head. That's going to help you, you know, whatever kind of thought it is, it's for your kids, for your dead dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, your dog, your something, you know, something that'll help you get through it. Um, the pretty purple metal that they have this year, which is what I've been thinking about for like six months now. 
Yeah. Like, um, so I think that's really is really what it is to stay positive, to know you can actually do it. Like I said, I was the slowest person. I know I was the slowest person last year to get in and get out. And I really think that if I just kind of stayed positive, I know I could have finished, you know, so this year I have it. Well, the thousands of people that listen to this podcast are going to be cheering for you. <laughs> the pressure is on. So, listen, when, I, when he called me to ask to talk, I was like, oh, my God. I said, if I talk to him, I really have to finish it. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think this year will be totally different than last year. Like, the miles don't, you know, they don't bother me as much. You know, I, like I said, I've been lifting. I've been hanging out with all the – you know what? You also have to change your friends. That's another good thing, too, to let people know. You can't talk to regular people because they'll be like, oh, you're crazy. And then you start doubting yourself. Yeah. When you start hanging out with ultra people, you have a whole different perspective on racing and running and the ultra and ultra marathons. Like, all they keep thinking is just do more. You can do more. It's okay. You can do it. Yeah. You know, and then when you start to think that, you know, you hear those things, that positivity and that encouragement, you really start to believe that, okay, I got this, you know, and then that's how, that's really a, a great thing to do just to stop talking to people who are either negative or yeah. who don't know what an ultra is about. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, I'm really humble in my abilities and sometimes I'm kind of negative in, in a way because I remember when I did my first sprint and the other guy, because we did it as a group, you know, and the other guys were like, we got to go do the super and the beast. And I was like, man, there's no way my knees can hold out to a beast, you know. I mean, I know I can't do that, you know. And Yeah. <laughs> I'm my worst enemy about talking myself out of doing something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll but analyze like it. You gotta have those ultra friends that just like, oh, and they see you training and they know you can do it. And then they're like, come on, dude, you, you, you just have to think like, be positive, you know. Everybody started at zero. Yeah. You're right. Okay, so what is gonna be like your race ritual for this race? Like, what are you planning on eating like the night before, the morning of? What supplements are you gonna use? Or are you just gonna wing it and eat pizza and get up the next morning no, and eat donuts? No, 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 pizza. So this is this has been my new thing. Um, the last like all the big races. well, I've been running pretty much every week and I every Saturday I do a race. So like, the new thing is, like, Thursday's Chinese food, because I'll be bloated, and then, uh, you know, you retain the salt, you'll drink, you know, you keep drinking water, you'll stay hydrated, Yeah. and then Friday night before every race, it's, like, Jamaican, or not Friday night, or at lunch, I'm having Jamaican food with all my friends at work, and they're, like, they even know my routine now, they're like, dude, what are we having for lunch on Friday? Jamaican. Jamaican food. Because, <laughs> you know, you get the rice, you get the peas, you get some cabbage, you get, you're having chicken that's got some seasoning on it. And then, like, I can, I've been getting through these races. I don't feel dry. You know, it's like, all right, I feel good. And then, and then you know how I know it works? Because the one time I didn't have it the day before the race, I cramped up. <laughs> so so now that's, like, my new routine. Um, I don't, like I said, I really don't do anything. I have a cup of coffee in the morning. Got to have uh, coffee. Potatoes, that's the other new thing, too. Somebody was telling me, like, eat all the potatoes you can. So, like, in the morning, I'll have hash browns or something and toast. I can't eat eggs too much. But um, I'll have hash browns and toast, uh, some orange juice, and then I'll be ready to go on the course. And then whatever I feel like, like I said, uh, M&M's is my thing, potato chips. 
Now, are these just plain M&Ms, or do they have peanuts in them? Peanut M&Ms. That's Peanut what I'm M&Ms talking about. Best ones. I just don't think I could do it on regular M&Ms. They'd have to have the peanuts in it. Yeah, you need to have <laughs> that protein. That's right. Um, yeah. Okay, so is there any, like, supplements that you use to, like, besides the Red Bull, of course, to, like, help you get through it? Um, no. Um... So you're not a beat elite gal? <laughs> no. No, I don't, you know, I'm not into that stuff. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it works. I'm, but listen, you got to remember, I'm just like the regular runner. I'm not like the ultra elite runner. You know, like I need this and I need that. I need like 12 pairs of shoes and like six cliff blocks and like six packs of goose. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't do that. Uh, maybe if I probably did that a little bit more. I mean, you know what though? It's funny. The more... I'm getting into this endurance racing, the more I am becoming, you know, like I need this and I need the this. Science. And I need this, you yeah. know, but uh, supplements, I don't really take, I take my gummy vitamins in the morning. I take like six of those and then that's about it. You know, I remember when the night before we did our ultra in 2016, we were staying at the days Inn in port, port Jarvis. Is that right? Port Jarvis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had like this bar that they were starting up inside it. And there was like a lot of people that were running the race, were hanging out down there. And we ordered a pizza, you know, and, you know, we ordered a pizza and wings from some local pizza place. I don't remember what it was. And it took them forever to get there. I think we ended up eating this pizza and wings at like nine o'clock. And it was one of the most greasiest pizzas I ever had. And, you know, we didn't have any problems with it. <laughs> I was just, we were sitting there eating that pizza and we ate all of it. Me and Michael, we ate all of it, you know. And I was like, man, I don't think this is going to work out good in the morning. <laughs> and it, it ended up working out fine. I guess we had plenty of stored greasy carbs ready to go. Yeah. I'm okay at lunchtime. Dinner time is like, I can't eat too much because then I, then I won't be able to sleep. I got to get my sleep in. You know, I, actually, that's probably my favorite thing. Like, I need my eight to nine hours of sleep before a race. Right. And I, even if I get up at four o'clock, I'm in bed as soon as I take a shower. I'm usually in bed this time, seven, seven thirty. Shoot, you know, I, w- I, I was so nervous about my first ultra. I was up at two o'clock, and I just, you know, instead of just laying there in bed, I went to the lobby and was just like warming up cold coffee in the microwave because I was just, I was wide awake. <laughs> <laughs> that was a All long right. day. Uh, I need my sleep. Actually, that was the best thing last year. Like, I got sleep. And then I and then I was like, oh, you know what the thing is that I, you know, like everyone tells you, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. So I didn't have coffee for like a whole month. And then the day before the race, I had a big cup of coffee. I had a freaking panic attack. Uh-uh. Like, oh, my God. I'm freaking out. My friend's like, oh, my <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I can't help it. You know, so I, I don't recommend not, not doing things you regularly do. Maybe a little bit less than you do, but don't cut things out. But, well, um, see, I did that, but I didn't start taking in coffee, I mean, or caffeine until the second lap. That's what I started eating eating those gels that had just a little bit of caffeine, caffeine in it. Caffeine, yeah. And I, I, I couldn't tell. And I come off of caffeine. Well, I was drinking decaf coffee for a month. And, I mean, I know it's still got a little bit of caffeine in it. But yeah. I really, I mean, I don't know if it helped or not. I couldn't tell a big kick, but, I mean. I was able to finish, so. But. But uh, this year, yeah, this year I said I'm not. I mean, I'll cut down a little bit. I maybe I won't have 
in the, in the morning, you know, when I start the race, the second, that is the, probably the second, the strategy I might think about, you know, not coffee, not in the morning, but coffee at the beginning of my second lap or through the middle of my second lap, you know, to get through it. It'll be cold though at the drop, man. It's okay. I, iced coffee is fine. Blech. Uh, it, it's just fine. It's coffee. It's caffeine, and it's, it'll it'll still taste good, cold or not. For me, it will. Mm. So. As long as it's got a lot of creamer and sugar in it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get one of those special thermoses, and they'll keep the coffee hot for like ten hours. Yeah, one of those big green ones. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. which one you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they'll keep it keep it warm. Okay, so so what products are do you know are like your go to products? Whether it's like you know what you're wearing or your shoes? Um, I, I wear, what do I, I, for my trail races, I wear my hookahs and I'm not sure. I'll probably keep them with me in my drop in for the second lap, depending on how my feet feel, but I mostly run in Adidas. Um, I do train in Adidas. Those are like my favorite shoes. I have a pair of the vigors with the bounce in it. Yeah. Um, it's a, I don't know. I want to say it's the best shoe ever. It's the best shoe for me. Maybe not for everybody else. I know everybody's like, I got my Solomon's and I got this. You know, they're ultras. Um, But I do, I love my Adidas. They get me through a race. Um, My feet don't hurt in them. So I'm going to, those are going to be my, my go-to shoes. Um, My Camelback's like some old, uh, uh, what is it? I'm not sure what kind of Camelback it is. It's like some old thing that I've had forever. <laughs> um, and I've been using that forever. I was like, so it, it, it just, I don't care if it gets dirty. It holds the stuff that I need. Um, so I'll probably use that through most of the race. Um, just change out my uh, bladders, you know, when I get to the drop. Um, compression pants. I, I wear my my Spartan compression shorts that I got, like the Reebok ones. Yeah. They're, those are like my favorite, you know, shorts. Um, and I get the Gorilla Gloves from the Home Depot for like four bucks. Um, and that's what I use, you know, for to help me with my bucket carry and with my rope climb and stuff. But really, I don't, you know, I don't wear any compression socks or anything. I, I run without socks. Um, just pretty much shorts, a t-shirt. Wait, wait, wait. You, you run barefooted inside the shoes, no socks? Yeah. I do no way. Socks. I do not wear socks. Never, ever, ever. The one time I did, I got a blizzard. I was like, oh my God, I'm never wearing socks again. See, I'd be the opposite. I would get blisters without the socks. I've heard that from a few people. Um, No socks. Uh, One of my friends posted something like, oh, if you want to keep your feet warm when you run in the winter, wrap them in saran wrap. So that's like... No. uh, If it's cold, I'll wrap my feet in saran wrap. They don't make them like sweat and get like wet though? When it's like 20 degrees or negative 10. I think I did did a New Year's race in New York City and it was like zero or like negative one. And I was like, oh, my God, I was so cold. And I wrapped myself in a trash. I ran the race in a trash bag. And I, you know, <laughs> my feet were wrapped in saran wrap. But you know what? I was warm. Almost people got it down. A trash bag and saran wrap will get you through a race. Yeah, because so, it, blo- it blocks the wind off of you. Yep. Keeps you heating. So I, that's what I did, and I made it through. Um, it was so cold, too. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my – those are my cold weather options, you know. But everything else, it just – Put some shoes on. I, I use tra- I do use trail toes. I do rub, rub my feet down in trail toes. Oh, that probably helps then a lot with yeah. blisters too. So, and then Whoa. yeah, nothing really. I don't do. I'm not. I do nothing super special. 
but until I discover something and I'm like, and then I'll try it. If I like, it, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to try this, you know, I'll mm. use it and see what happens. Well, the, the weather's not going to be cold. I'm just being totally positive about that. So yeah, I mean, uh, uh, 50, 60 degrees will be nice. Yes. That, that's, For me, that's doable. Know. I don't want nothing sub 50. Anything 50 and up is fine with me. Uh, not too hot, though. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's under 80, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, that, actually, that would be good. Like 70 degrees, 65, 70. Yeah. Would be an awesome race day. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Okay, Crystal, so now I've just got some random questions I'm going to throw at you. So, so what's probably the craziest thing that ever happened to you during a race? And it can be any race. Oh, God. Um, oh my God, the craziest thing that ever happened to me. Oh my, I don't even know. Oh, my shoe fell apart. I had a shoe fall apart on me. No, I don't know. Like, if that's what you mean by crazy, that's probably the craziest thing. Oh, the bears. No, New Jersey, the bears. Oh yeah. The bear, I was like, oh my God, I'm running. And there was like three bears running crossing in the the course. I'm like, do I turn around and stop? See, Um, I, I saw a baby bear up in the tree. That was my only bear encounter in Jersey for me. Um, that, that was like, I mean, I'm from, I'm, I live out in the woods. We don't have no, no bears by me, but like we're running and then we're going up this one climb and I was like, oh my God, there's a bear running across and there's a mama bear. And they're like, oh my God, she's going to try to kill us because her cubs are there. And then some guys clapped away. He's like, nah, they're there. He was, he clapped them away saying that they were too, they were, he said they were like two or three years old. He's like, the mom doesn't care if they were like babies. He's like, she would probably come after us. So that was probably the craziest thing that ever happened to me on course. It's just an added obstacle. I'm trying to outrun a yeah. bear. What did you I do when your you. shoe fell apart? Um, I just finished a race without a shoe. Shoot. I'm too tender-footed to that. Just, it was just a sprint, so it was okay. Uh, I was just like, it was just flopping along. I was like, oh, my God, my shoe fell apart. I, man, I, mean, I would cool. I would like totally have to start walking if my shoe came apart and I was walking around barefooted. It, and I didn't have, you know, you don't have any tape on you. So I was like, oh my God, nobody has tape. So you just yeah. walk around with a flip-flop, you know, shoe. I think I pulled it. I just stepped on it and I, I ripped the bottom off. Oh man. So. What was that, a Reebok shoe? <laughs> no, no, I don't wear Reebok. It was probably, it was an old, like, you know what? I'll wear shoes till they die. And then you forget how old they are until huh. you realize like, oh, I probably shouldn't have worn these today. You know. You sound like me. I wear my shoes until they're just wore out. I'm cheap. Yeah. I got to save money everywhere so I can travel to races. <laughs> I, I try. Like I said, this year, I'm not going to, like last year, I went to town. Like going to Hawaii. I went to Florida. Um, I went to Bermuda to that trip. If you ever get a chance to go to Bermuda for the Triple Challenge, that's an awesome race. Did you go this year? Uh, I didn't go this year. It I looked like, fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's a really, that's probably the hardest um, regular race. It's that's a really tough and very dangerous. Like you're you're swimming in the ocean. You jump in the ocean, Dang. and you yeah and you you're swimming in the ocean. Like when, and then when you talk, you know how you know it's bad because when you talk to the people who live there, they're like, I would never jump in that. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so I said, let me just run past it. They give you like a like a penalty loop you could do instead of actually you know jumping in the ocean. Um, that's pretty bad. But if bad you ever get a chance, that's that. probably. Um, a very cool race to get to to get down to. Was was the flight bad to go out there? Was it real expensive? Um. Well, you have to remember, I'm 
I'm in the New York, New Jersey area, so yeah. if you fly to JFK, everything's cheap. Right, um, yeah. You're talking like 200 bucks. It, I well, mean, that wasn't too come, bad. Yeah, I think even that last minute, they because they were all trying to get me to come out, like, come on. So even like the day before, the flight out there was like three something, and I was like, ah, but I said, you know what, I'm trying to be a little more um, conservative this year with my racing money. Right. So I'm volunteering a lot. Um, yeah, because you were volunteering I'm, in Florida, weren't you? At the finish yeah, line. Yeah, I, I did race. I've seen I you there. The beast. Um, but I did volunteer. Yeah, when you saw me, I was passing out medals at the end. So I volunteered. I did the breakdown the next day with uh, Garfield. Um, what else did I? I volunteered. Like I did three different shifts while I was out there. Wow. So I, I've been volunteering a lot to kind of help offset some of the, you know, the race calls. That helps a lot. Yeah. Okay, uh, so t what is like an obstacle that you dread the most? <laughs> the dunk wall. The dunk wall? <laughs> it is so gross. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I mean, you know what's sad? I mean, it's, it's very easy. You just run in and you run under and you get up and you go out. But it's like, you know that a thousand people have, or a couple thousand people have been through that thing all day. And it's like, oh, I got to get in it. And you know what? Like, I'm very, I'm a nurse. Right. So oh, yeah. I've, I'm very germphobic. And then even my son says, Mom, you actually do those things? You wash your hands <laughs> like a billion times a day. I said, yeah, I know. Yeah. So the dunk wall for me as having OCD is extremely hard. So um, when I went to Florida, or not Florida, I was in Arizona for the first sprint in the uh, Super out there. And I was like, oh, my God, that dunk wall was so gross. Yeah, but it looked I, gross. I went through it. I went under and went through it. But, you know, you go through. Sometimes you're like, I see leeches. I see, like, Dead junk. Fish. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to jump down and get under. And I, hopefully I don't swallow any of this dirty water. <laughs> I know. I usually always change my contacts after a race because it's, it seems like sometimes you'll come up and you won't blink right and the water will get in your eyes and you're about to lose yeah. your contact for, like, the next half a mile. <laughs> that's it's the, absolutely the gross it's the grossness like that's the worst um the hardest obstacle for me is the, like the twister the twister is a hard obstacle yeah. i was able to get through i got through a one race um that's when it was just like two parts i know sometimes it's like two sections sometimes it's three yeah um in florida it was two i think yeah um and, and my friend helped me get through it at florida um, but then when I went to Arizona, they put like the little grippy things on it. And I was like, I didn't even know what to do. Like I grabbed it and I was like, I just, it felt weird. So I just fell off. Yeah. They do so kind of the, feel weird the first time. The twister is so hard. Um, it is. I It'll think tear when, your hands up too. if I get too. it in my head, then I'll be able to get it. Yeah. So what obstacle do you like the most? Uh, my favorite obstacle is the bucket carry. The bucket carry? That's one of my it's, favorites, too. It's my favorite obstacle. And I'm a, I mean, I'm a big, not big, big girl, but I'm a good-sized girl. So, you know, anything that has strength or, like, picking something up doesn't bother me at all. So it's like, oh, I pick up the bucket. And I love it. They had it with uh, the lids on it in Arizona. And I was like, ah, because then you can rotate it around. You can move it around. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so great. I said, at first, I didn't have to fill it which is I, a pain in a butt. You don't have to fill it. You don't have to dump it. 
Yeah. So that makes it so much easier. You don't just really, you don't have to dump it. All I got to do is carry it. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Because like a lot so, of times when you have to fill the bucket up with the rocks, your hands will get that dust on them and they'll get wet. And it's like, okay, you've just kind of messed up your grip for carrying the bucket. Yeah. You got your hands dirty filling up the stupid thing. I mean, I, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say this, but putting the lid on, having a pre-filled with the lid is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe they'll keep yeah. doing that this year. Yeah. So that was actually really awesome in Arizona. I was like, oh, this is so great. But I love the steer throw. I can do the steer throw great. Well, I say this now, that's going to ruin the rest <laughs> of the season. But, like, I, you know, I was like, ah. I said, this is like, and I show people, like, I stop and show, like, dude, you can do it. Just stop and look and aim and you got it. So that's like my other favorite uh, obstacle, turquoise, you know, all yeah. the heavy things I can, I love doing those things. Yeah, I wish they would let the spear throw be a multiple attempt. <laughs> um, so you just keep throwing it until you get it and then you can go. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you can't do it more than because people will get mad at you behind you. Like, come on, hurry up. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, you got to stop. But yeah. no, I can usually get it now the first shot. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm about 70. 30 on it, I guess, probably. <laughs> now, the last few races, um, I've gotten it probably the last five races I've done huh. on the first shot. That's better than me. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know what? I love it. You know what I love about Spartan? Like, it, it really, like, people, I'm, maybe I'm not the fastest person, but, like, when you can get the memory wall and you get the spear throw and you can do the hercoise in a second, like, you yeah. see these fast girls struggling. It's like, dude, I can't kind of keep up with you if you just can't, you know, keep up with the obstacles, you know. So it's like, it's like great. It's like, ah, oh, this is great. I mean, and, it, and it's true, you know, a, a, a fast runner that's not as proficient at obstacles is a slower runner. I ain't saying they'll be naked, neck and neck, but... You know, there'll be a lot of exchanges with them, you know. Yeah, it evens the playing field. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it, a beast always is going to be a runner's race because it's just mm-hmm. so long. <clears throat> okay, so what has been your favorite race up to this point? And it can be any race. Oh, God, that's a, that's, that's a big question. Tell I've us done a story. lot of races. Um... I, I really, I really love Savage. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Savage Race. I, I just like the obstacles are difficult, but they're always still doable, and they're a lot of fun. Right. Plus, they don't have a penalty. Like, <laughs> well, if you run elite, you know that you get they your clip band, your band, your band is gone. Yeah. But you know what? Savage is like six miles. You know, of just obstacle, obstacle, obstacle. Is just really a great. It's well thought out, and the way everything is set up is just—it's a perfect. It's a perfect race. I love Savage. Yeah, there's the one. Savage in Maryland is probably my favorite. It's my favorite race. There's one in Atlanta this, or outside of Atlanta and Dallas this weekend, and I just don't have the money to go. I'd like to go in Charlotte's next weekend. I'm doing that. Volunteer, and then, volunteer, volunteer. And then the weekend after that's Fort Benning. So, and then yeah. I get a week off, and then it's the ultra. So I don't want to load my body up too much too uh, before the ultra. But Savage has the cool medals. They have that spinner. Like we do the first race, and the second race you get the spinner. And it's, it is so freaking awesome. 
And you know what I, I love? Their obstacles are just so cool. They look they, they cool. Really cool. They are so cool. I think I'm going to do um, the one in the fall because I think they come back to Dallas in the fall and do it. Well, you can run Elite and then volunteer in the afternoon. You know, I mean, as you're talking about costs. They just, they really make it where you could, if you need to run elite and you want to volunteer, you can do it. Or if you run a run, if you want to run open, you know, they do the volunteer wave in the afternoon. So they really make it great for like, if, you know, if you really don't have the funds, but you want to race, Savage is a race for you. I might do that. I didn't know they would do that where you could run in the morning and then volunteer in the afternoon. you can run in the morning elite and then you can volunteer in the afternoon. Oh, that's the way to go. Yeah, I always, I mean, I've paid for it, but the thing is, Savage is so good, I've paid money. Like, I showed up at the race and paid the same day, you know, you pay that crazy amount just showing up to race. I've done it because Savage is that good to pay, you know, like, you have to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, I hate I'm going to miss it. (laughs) So, what has been your, the race that you dislike the most or your hardest race per se um i don't know if i dislike any race um there are some races i'm not a fan of i don't want to say things i'm not a fan of because i know people are going to hear this and i don't want people to feel bad um hey we're all friends around here now (laughs) (laughs) um i will say even with running as much as I'm doing in uh, even the harder races, the Ultra Beast is still definitely the hardest race that I've done. Yeah. And not even getting through the whole thing. It's like, oh my God, just, it's just hard. Um, it's a, it's a scary, it's a scary race because you've got that, that feeling in the back of your head the whole time you're doing it. Like, am, am I going to finish? Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, there's no race that I don't, I dislike. I would probably do every race over again, you know. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm at, you know, I'm at every, I'm at a race every weekend, so That's it doesn't awesome. matter. You know, I'm doing, if it's three miles, if it's two miles, if it's something virtual, I'm, I'm there. Um, so there's no, I mean, you have to appreciate every race for what it is. Um, cause not every race is the same, Yeah. you know, and then that's the plus or the, you know, the good thing about OCR is like in the different, having different brands and having competition, it's like, it's nice to have something that's not the same. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. You know, so yeah. I just, I keep going to all of them just seeing Cause you know, when they change up every year, you know, you go to a race, it wasn't the same as it was last year. You know, the course might be a little bit different. The obstacles might be a little bit different. So it, it's good to just keep going out and trying different ones and seeing what you could do. Everybody has different obstacles. Right. Which it's like, you know, I go to OCR World and everyone's like, oh, well, I qualified for Worlds, but the only race I ever did was Spartan and they don't have anything that's like this. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, that's why you got to branch you know, out. Around. Yeah, you got you to gotta try all the races and just to see what, you know, what you can do. Um I keep thinking of trying to actually get over to Europe to do like one of the toughest series or one of the Viking races. And I know in Canada they have that death, um, the death race yeah. that I want to try to get to. Um, Cause they, you know, they bring a bunch of obstacles into OCR worlds and you're like, Oh, this is cool. You know, let me, I should get out there and try it. Um, so this year, maybe not this year, but next year I'm probably going to travel a little bit more again. Like this year I'm staying home. Right. Or staying local, I'm probably, I mean, I'm going to definitely fly out. I'm going to go to Dallas for the Ultra. 
Right. But that's probably going to be the furthest I go for a race unless I go back to Hawaii again. But um, I'm going to try to. Uh, yeah, I think Dallas would be a cool place to do a whole trip. A couple for sure. European races. I did do the one race in Italy. I did the Spartan Super out in uh, Orte, which is north of Rome, which was really cool. I bet that was cool. Yeah. I, cool. I bet all the European races are really cool. Um, I, I really had a good time. It, I mean, you're in Rome, like so you're running around for like a week, and then you get to the race, and like ah, you know, there's a few Americans there, and they're like ah, I'm like where you're from, you're talking to each other, yeah. you know, of course. But uh, you know what it is is that 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 the OCR community of people just being there for each other, yeah. like you feel it no matter where you go. Oh, it's epic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool they're doing that trifecta uh, championships in Sparta this year. I think that would be really awesome to go yeah, to. Yeah, somebody invited me to go, and I was like, ah, yeah. maybe not this year, but who knows? Yeah, I think like World's Toughest Mudder's the week after that, and it's in Atlanta this year. So I yeah. hate not to try it, and it be <laughs> like, you know, only a couple hours away. So I'm looking forward to that. I really want to try yeah, that this I'll year. I'll be there. If my body isn't just beat up from all the other races this year, I really want to try that. Yeah. If anything, just go out there and dork around for 24 hours. Yeah, it's, it's exciting, though. <laughs> just that walk it the whole time. exciting. Yeah, I think it'd be a cool race. Well, hey, Crystal, I'm all out of questions. You got anything else you want to tell the audience? Um, all no. of, all of the six pe <laughs> All of the six people that listen to my podcast? No, <laughs> I'm not sure. Let's say because I brought it up to somebody like, no way. I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, so more than even though they may not like your may not like it on Facebook, I'm sure more than six people listen. <laughs> and then of course when I tell everybody, guess what I did? This, uh, <laughs> they're all gonna be like, yeah. So you, you'll probably get um, sixty more people. Cool. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I think you know, OCR is it's a it's so awesome. It's just a bomb. Dude. Yeah. It's, it's and it's so fun. It's like, I'm like, I feel like a kid, you know, I'm running around, I'm seeing people and I'm a social butterfly too. So, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, even if I don't race and I volunteer, if I don't race, sometimes I just show up at races just to talk to people. Mm -hmm. It's, it is so awesome. It's like, just I fun being OCR, in the community. I love the community and hanging out with people, having fun. And you know what? I mean, I hear people complain, oh, they didn't do this and they didn't do that. And people, you know, it's like, you know what? We're having fun, dude. You know, America's the best place ever. Like, you get to... We, on weekends, we're talking about racing, you know. We're nothing that serious. Like, yeah. Have, have a good time. Enjoy your life. That's you right. Know? I didn't get to 46 looking so good, you know, with big <laughs> dimples, you know, without being positive. So, it's that's like the best, you know, the, it's like the best thing ever. It's giving me new life. That's right. Well, hey, Crystal, I know I'm going to see you in New Jersey. I won't see you yes. at the Rockaway because you moved on up to a better resort. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I, thought, I actually thought about it because one of my friends wanted to stay with me. I said, oh, do I want to go into the Ramada? I said, well, I know Scott will be there. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to we'll be, be several of us. There'll <laughs> be several of us at the Rockaway with their bar with the gate and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I love that diner that's right in front of it. What was it? The Red Roof Diner? I love oh, that yeah. place. I went there too, yeah. Oh my God, they had some of the best carrot cake I've ever had. <laughs> I love cake. But you'll see me, you'll see me a few times this year, I'm sure. Heck yeah, and uh, good luck with the race. I know you're going to do you. it this time. It's the year of love. Yes, thank you. That is so cool. The year of love. That's going to be my new hashtag. That's right. The year of love. The year of love. Starring Crystal. 
Well, hey, Crystal, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I'm sorry, what? I, I just wanted to say I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Oh, thank you. And thank we, you for inviting me to come to your interview. I wanted to interview you, man. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you crush this Ultra Beast. And I love talking, talking Ultra Beast with people. And I can tell by your post that it's a race that you're passionate about. So I wanted yeah, to interview you. It's my you, big though. race this year. It was one of the. It was the race I DNF. I was like, dude, I got to get it this year. So, yeah. like, I really kicked myself in the butt, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. You got it this year. Just saran wrap them feet up. You'll be ready to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. I won't need saran wrap it. <laughs> uh, all right, Crystal. Thank you for talking to us, and we'll see you in New Jersey. Yep. Thanks a lot, Scott. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the interview, guys. I want to thank Crystal again for taking the time to uh, talk to us. If you see her at New Jersey, please cheer her on. She's very dedicated to getting this race, and we want to see her get it done. Charlotte's this weekend. Come up to me and say, hey, what's up? Tell me if you like the podcast. Tell me if you hate the podcast. I don't care. Uh, I like meeting new people. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to try to run some extra laps if anybody wants to join in. That's cool, too. Uh Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, leave a review on iTunes. I'll read it. We'll see you at the next race. Peace out, homies.